Today, I want to talk to you about one of the topics that I am absolutely most passionate about. It's one of the things that I talk to uh, our bird dogs about, our, our uh, agents about, other investors about, people I get in contact with that say, Joe, how do I grow my business? And the answer is finding a way to stay uncomfortable. So today's show is going to hopefully make you a little uncomfortable. That's the point. It's going to teach you to be uncomfortable. It's just going to give you something to think about that hopefully helps you to grow your business ultimately. So stay tuned. Here's the show. So if you're tuned into our show, theflipking.com, and you're listening to me talk about uh, bettering yourself, getting yourself um, into a, a, a state where you can do more business or create the lifestyle that you're looking to, uh, to achieve, that's, that's the audience that I'm hoping is listening to us, right? When we talk and I'm interviewing these great investors from around the country and we're trying to um, give you ideas and give you thoughts and provoke things inside of you to go out and get things done, uh, my hope is that that's who I'm, I'm talking to. And, and so far, feedback has been awesome. I've had a lot of great folks email me um, with different comments talking about how this is, this is the most raw real estate podcast they've listened to. Uh, it's real. We talk about our, our, our real challenges. That we're not just talking about fluff. I'm not telling you to go out there because it's an easy job. Uh, I'm telling you that it's hard work, but but the rewards are fantastic. Unlike any other profession that I could even even name. I mean, there's a lot of rewarding professions out there, but in my opinion, no other profession is going to give you this type of freedom, allow you to live your own life, and do your own thing, um, and and make as much money as you can in real estate. And and I'm passionate about real estate, and I love it, and I hope it shows through the podcast. But today, I want to talk about something that really, really should affect you on a day-to-day basis. And that is uncomfortability, if that's even a real word. Being uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable having fear, not knowing what the next step is going to be. These are all great things that should motivate you. And I want you to be in a state of being uncomfortable. I want you to know what it's like to be uncomfortable. Because if you're not uncomfortable or you haven't been uncomfortable at some point in your life, you haven't grown. You haven't achieved the level that you want. And, you know, we get a lot of these email messages and I'm getting uh, comments on the post to, you know, Joe, how do I get started? How do I get into this business? And I touched on that in our first or second episode, which was, you know, take massive action, get off the, get off the chair, get up and go out and do something. Um, part of that is being uncomfortable, right? You're not going to know everything when you first do your first deal. You're not going to know what to say or how to act or what to say to a motivated seller or how to talk to a cash buyer or how to put a transaction together. You don't know these things. You're not going to know them until you do them. Look, I could tell you exactly what to do and you're still going to screw up and that's okay. All of us screw up. I screw up every single day. I screw up all the time. I've made offers and thought to myself, man, I shouldn't have made that offer or I should have made a lower offer or maybe sometimes I should have made a higher offer, but we screw up every single day. The idea behind it is how do you make yourself uncomfortable? force yourself to be uncomfortable. So on a weekly basis, and sometimes hopefully on a daily basis, I think to myself, how am I going to make myself uncomfortable today or this week or this month? What goal is going to make me start to feel alive and feel uncomfortable and have a little bit of fear of, of, of the unknown of, I haven't achieved that yet. How am I going to get there? That's perfectly natural. 
And I don't care if you've done your first deal or your thousandth deal. I don't care where you're at in your transaction, whether you're, you know, a single family home is scary to you or a 20 unit apartment complex is scary to you or a thousand units is scary to you. I can tell you right now, the guys that I know, the guys and girls that I know that are super successful in, in any, in any facet of life are always striving to feel like, what's that next step? What's going to make me feel uncomfortable? And I can tell you guys, when I bought my first property, going back seven or eight years ago now, I was super uncomfortable. And I made all kinds of mistakes. First of all, I overpaid for the property. I used my own money, which I haven't done since. I had to do my own work. I actually swung my own hammers. This is all crazy talk. To people that do this for a living, that are investors, that are either flipping or buying or wholesaling or wholetailing, I don't care, anything they're in the business, they're not out there swinging a hammer. The successful ones aren't. I can tell you right now that you can't make a lot of money in this business if you do it yourself. If you're out there swinging a hammer, you're stepping over dollars to pick up a dime. That's, that's what you're doing. I don't say that you shouldn't do that to learn. Look, I don't take it away. I don't take anything away from the fact that I did it the first time. I tell people all the time, I'm so happy I did my first flip by hand. I'm so happy that I, I, I got in, I got in the trenches and I, and I did the, the plumbing and the electrical with my partner and, uh, my partner did the plumbing and electrical. I did the, the carpentry. I did the drywall. I did the hardwood floors. I did the windows and doors and roof. I did all that stuff myself by hand and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But is that a business? Is that sustainable? Is that how you, how, how you should do the business to, in order to do volume and be profitable at it? Hell no. Nobody can make enough money flipping a home one at a time unless you already have retirement pay. Look, I know a lot of guys that have gone down to Florida and they flip homes one at a time for fun and they're doing it by themselves and they might make 20 or 30 grand each time. They do that three times a year and they're happy. So that's, that, that, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about building a sustainable, predictable business and doing volume and doing lots of deals. And I, when I say lots, I don't care if that's wholesaling, retailing, flipping properties. Again, lots of volume is different for everybody. I know a guy that does 50 to 80 transactions a month. He's wholesaling. He's actually selling turnkey. That's a lot for me. For me, that would be uncomfortable. That's my level that I look at and say, that makes me uncomfortable, right? But there's guys that, you know, doing their first deal makes them uncomfortable or getting to the point where you're doing two deals a month. That's uncomfortable. You know, we're doing five or six deals a month. When I get to say I'm going to do eight or 10, now I'm uncomfortable. How am I going to grow it to the next level? How am I going to sustain feeling uncomfortable so that I know that we're growing? And that's what uncomfortable means. That's what I mean by being uncomfortable. How are you getting yourself outside of your shell every day to make yourself feel uncomfortable? One of those things that I talk about to a lot, again, these new guys that are calling, you know, how do I get into the business? Well, for starters, try this. And this took me a long time, so I'm not saying that this happens overnight. But you want to be a real estate investor, make that your story. Start telling people that you're a real estate investor. Start getting involved in investing in real estate. Talk to sellers, talk to buyers, talk to other wholesalers. Go to your local RIA meeting. Tell people you're a real estate investor. You know what happens? You say it enough times, not only do they do people start believing you, by the way, 
people start believing you the first time you tell them you're a real estate investor because they had no idea. They, they, don't, they don't think of you as anything else if you've just met them. If you walk up to Bob Smith and say, hey, Bob Smith, I'm a real estate investor, but really your full-time job is that you work at Target. Bob doesn't know you work at Target. He thinks you're a real estate investor. And guess what might happen? Bob might throw you a real estate lead. Bob might run into somebody that's selling a house two weeks from now, and he met with you, and you said you're a real estate investor, and Bob throws you a deal. Guess what? Now you got to be a real estate investor. You just changed your story. You just changed your story from, I'm working a part-time job. I don't have enough money to get involved in the business. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to make ends meet. I got, I got, you know, a wife and family to take care of, or maybe you don't. I don't know. Whatever your story is right now, if you want to become a real estate investor, start calling yourself a real estate investor. Start acting like a real estate investor. Start thinking like a real estate investor. Don't go around saying to yourself or saying to other people, even worse, um, you know, I want to get into real estate. That's great. You know, how do you think the successful people got into real estate? It wasn't from running around telling people I want to get into real estate. I had to take action. People, the guys that are successful had to take action. Now, guys and girls, I keep saying guys. By the way, I'm from New Jersey, so when we say guys, it, it, it's gender neutral, okay? So please don't take offense if you're a woman and you're listening to me talk. You know, I want everyone to be successful. I say guys because that's just how we talk in New Jersey. So I'm not trying to single out anybody. But the people that I talk to that are super successful or even quasi-successful in this business got involved. They took action. They had to go buy something or they had to get involved in a transaction. They had to put something under contract. They had to meet and talk with someone, a motivated seller, a realtor, a, 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 a realtor that works with investors. Um, they called a sign. You know, get involved. I know everyone listening to this podcast, whether you're seasoned or you're new, can gain a lot by simply calling We Buy Houses signs. I think that's one of the best pieces of advice that, that I hear constantly is just call, get involved. You know what? Take out a notepad, drive around your neighborhood, write down the 10 numbers that have We Buy Houses signs up there, and what are you going to find? Okay, here's what you're going to find. You're going to find a lot of wholesalers who have have or don't have houses under contract. They want to sell them, right? When you're talking to wholesalers, what are you going to say? Well, what kind of deals do you do? What kind of deals do you look for? Would you ever JV a deal? Now, for those of you who don't know, that's joint venture a deal. In other words, they have something to sell. They have a house under contract. They're asking 100 grand. If you found them a buyer for 105 grand, or the flip side of that is if you shared in their already built-in wholesale fee. Now, let me slow down for a second. If they have a house they want to sell for 100 grand, those of you that don't don't know, they probably have it under contract for 85 or 90 grand. They're trying to sell it for 100 and they're trying to pocket 15 or 10 or 15 grand, right? I mean, this is not, you know, I'm not I'm not teaching you guys anything new at this point. But when you talk to them, hey, listen, would you would you joint venture that deal with me? If I found you a buyer for 100 grand, would you would you split the commit? Would you split the fee with me? The wholesale fee or would you give me 5 grand? Would you give me 3 grand? Listen, when you're new, Look, the opportunity is not to see how much money you can make when you're new. Not in my opinion, anyway. The opportunity is to learn as much as you can. So if you get involved with a seasoned wholesaler and he agrees to allow you to split his fee or to partake in his fee in some way, shape, or form, do it. Get involved. 
go out and try to find buyers for that property. Now, there's a lot of different angles here, right? There's a lot of people who tell you, oh, they get they get mad when they find you uh, advertising other people's wholesale deals or, you know, you're trying to make more money on the deal, whatever. Listen, talk to that wholesaler about how they like it done, okay? Be open with them. Tell them, I'm a new guy on the street, guy or girl on the street. I'm trying to get involved in real estate investing. They'll say to you, cool, go get me a hundred grand. I'll throw three grand at you for it. Whatever the deal is, right? That's how you get involved. Now, I promise you, if you call 10 We Buy Houses signs and you have 10 of that exact same conversation, you almost cannot not do some kind of deal and do get some kind of involvement. But what's it? what does it all mean? Joe, how do I get involved? I just told you how to get involved. But what's the what's the basis of this of this of this podcast today? It's feeling uncomfortable. Guess what? You're gonna feel uncomfortable calling ten people you don't know and having a conversation that you've never had and asking questions that you've never asked because you've never asked them before. If I told you to call a random stranger and ask them a random question, forget about wholesaling, forget about real estate. You would be uncomfortable, right? You have to train yourself to be uncomfortable. Now, what I just told you to do, that doesn't make me uncomfortable anymore. I've done it a thousand times. I am successful and I still drive around and call We Buy Houses signs. You know why? I want to know what's going on in my market. I want to know the new wholesalers because if they're good, they're going to bring me deals. I want to talk to investors that maybe don't even have deals because guess what? If they have wholesale sign, We Buy Houses signs up and they're not wholesaling and they're not investors, well, guess what they are? They're newbies. I want to talk to newbies because if they have hustle and they have the, the, the guts to go out there and, and, and put massive action, what I always talk about, work out of massive act, take massive action, go out and just do. If they're out there putting signs in the ground and they haven't put houses under contract or haven't been involved in deals so far, but they have enough hustle to go put signs in the ground, you're damn right I want to talk to them because guess what? They are going to potentially be good enough to find me deals. And if I train them how to find me deals, I'm gonna buy more deals, right? So call the signs, be uncomfortable. If calling signs doesn't make you uncomfortable and you wanna take it to the next level, what is your next level? If you're doing five deals and you wanna to get to 10 deals, what makes you uncomfortable? Guys, I'm in a mastermind. I spend 30, $40,000 a year to be an old mastermind. And guess what? That makes me uncomfortable. In fact, it made me uncomfortable last year I don't know that it makes me uncomfortable now because I'm involved and guess what? I get a ton out of it. And I think to myself, man, I put this money into, a, in, into being part of a mastermind. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. It also makes me take more action because I think to myself, shit, if I got to waste this kind of money getting involved in a mastermind, I better sure as hell make it worth my while. I better do what these guys say I should do. I better take more action because guess what? I got bills to pay. If I want to be involved in this mastermind next year, I got to pay that bill again. But you know what it does? It brings you to another level. It makes you feel uncomfortable so you're at another level. And when you're at that level, what happens? You get comfortable. I was damn uncomfortable buying my first two, three, four, five deals. Then I got really uncomfortable when I started doing one or two deals a month. Then I got real comfortable. Started doing five or six deals a month. Now I'm comfortable. I gotta figure out what's my next level of being uncomfortable. So I'm speaking to the masses here. I'm not just trying to concentrate on the newbies, although you guys seem to be the ones that, that, that wrestle over the being uncomfortable more than not. 
You know what I mean? Once you've done five or six or 10 deals in a year, you start to get a little bit of a, of a vibe and you, and you know, a little bit of a swagger and you start getting more comfortable with yourself and you think to yourself, damn, I used to be uncomfortable buying one house. I did 10 last year, right? How do I get to 20? That's your next level of being uncomfortable, right? Well, I'm here to tell you that when you're new, everything's uncomfortable. So what you need to do is start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I say this all the time. I don't care what level of what business of what you're doing in life. There are dentists out there who I'm, I'm sure see 50 patients a month and they want to figure out how to get to 150. So make them uncomfortable? Sure. Do they have to hire someone new in order to staff up and be able to handle the difference in business? Sure. But if they want to be a, take it to the next level, they got to get uncomfortable. Is it uncomfortable hiring people? When you have to pay someone 20, 30, 50, $100,000 a year as an employee, is that super uncomfortable as, as the employer to take that commitment to say, I'm going to pay this person tens of thousands of dollars a year? You're damn right that's uncomfortable. You're damn right. But if you take a employee that can make 50 grand a year and they make you 150 grand a year, is that next level worth it for you? I, I would hope so. I mean, it's worth it for me. Listen, I'm an entrepreneur. People who are listening to this should be entrepreneurs. If you're listening to, to real estate podcasts, my hope is that you're some sort of entrepreneur. Now, you're probably, you could be a tire kicker. Listen, you're welcome to listen to the show too. Tire kickers are allowed. But don't send me comments and say, how do I get involved in the business? Get involved. I just told you in 15 minutes, however long this recording takes, I don't even know, how you get involved. You, you get involved by getting involved. Stop worrying about not knowing the right answers and the right questions. Look, I'm trying to buy bigger and bigger buildings. I'm getting involved in bigger and bigger buildings. Guess what? I don't know the lingo, right? I, I can, I've read enough books to know, you know, what cap rate is and what ROI is. I know all these things just from being in the business, but there's still a lot of crap that I don't know. There's still a lot of procedure that I don't understand. What do I do? I hire the right people. I find brokers that deal with big apartment complexes and I let them handle it for me. You know why? Because I know if the deal's good enough, I'll put together the money. I'll put together the deal. I'll get the right people in place to make it happen. That shit makes me feel really uncomfortable. And listen, guys, I'm being honest with you. I'm being forthright. I'm just telling you from the heart because I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about this business. I'm also passionate about staying uncomfortable for a reason. Because I know that I won't grow unless I'm uncomfortable. I was just listening to a good friend of mine, my mentor, talk today about how he feels comfortable every time he up-levels. And he said it in some different terminology. I don't know. I'm not specific as to what it was. But the point is, when he started out, he felt uncomfortable. Now, he's worth millions. And he's comfortable. Multiple millions of dollars. And he's comfortable. But he's got to force himself to get out of his comfort zone. So what makes you uncomfortable as a person doesn't make the next guy uncomfortable. But you'll know how you're growing through levels, whether you feel comfortable or not. And Mark said it, and I'm going to repeat it. When I was going through this business, we've all had it. Some of the people who have gotten successful in this business have had it, where you hit a level and you're like, damn, I made a lot of money. I'm comfortable. I'm just going to relax and kick back. And then all of a sudden it hits you like, damn, I'm out of money. What did I do? I made so much money that last three months ago. Yeah, but you know what? You got comfortable and you stopped looking for deals. 
now all of a sudden you got you got um what do they call that passive or uh i can't think of the word but comfortable for lack of a better term you sat back you put your feet up you pat yourself on the back you talked about how great you were you probably told other people how great you were and then all of a sudden you woke up six months later and you weren't so great because you had spent the money on something or you got involved in a different deal that took more of your more of your money away or you know you thought that you had enough investors and then you found out you woke up one day that your big investor was dried up and he didn't have any money left for you or you thought you had enough deals in the pipeline because you had 500 contract and then you lost three of them and then oh crap I only got two under contract or you spent the profit before you even made the profit you had deals under contract that fell apart look I'm telling you things that have happened to me personal things that I hope that you guys take with you it doesn't change it doesn't change no matter how big you are you might have one deal under contract and the deal falls apart and now you have no deals under contract it doesn't matter you might have had a 150 unit apartment complex under contract and that fell apart where are you at you're at square one right so stay uncomfortable keep that fear and that fire in your belly you have to have it at all times whether you think you're on top of the world or you're not you gotta feel uncomfortable and the guys that are new the guys and girls that are new you better feel uncomfortable that means you're doing something if you don't feel uncomfortable reaching out to, to, to a seller or a buyer or, a, or an investor or a wholesaler and not knowing what to say then damn you're doing something better than the rest of us you must have you must have been born without the fear gene the only ones that are out there doing things big big things they're feeling uncomfortable every day I guarantee you I don't know Steve Jobs God I wish I would have met him I've read all of his books I've watched his well, Ashton Kutcher's terrible reproduction of his life and I hear there's another movie coming out but Steve Jobs is a great great example you think Steve Jobs just felt comfortable all the time I mean this man invented and sold computers personal computers when at a time where there was no such thing do you think he felt comfortable do you think he woke up every day and was like damn I know where I'm going yeah he might have been confident he might have felt like he could get somewhere but confidence and, and being comfortable are two totally different things so I can tell you right now that you know to be uncomfortable to stay uncomfortable that's what's important being uncomfortable is what's gonna make you grow as a person it's gonna make you grow as an investor grow as a business owner and an entrepreneur so you know I'm probably gonna tag on a couple more minutes to this to this podcast I know I cut it short my podcasts are generally you know 20 to 30 minutes long I hope that you get a lot out of this I want to thank you for the comments that have been coming in. I want you to keep coming in with the comments. You can go on the flipking.com. You can you can uh, contact us button there. Send us your emails, send us your comments, send us what you're interested in learning. You know, I hope that you li you listen to this podcast and I hope it really it's kind of like a light bulb went off. I hope that you listen to it and maybe it made you feel uncomfortable. I mean, maybe the thought that you're not uncomfortable on a regular basis should make you feel uncomfortable. Because if you're not if you're not uncomfortable on a regular basis, there's no way you're growing. There's no way that you're learning. I mean, God, I listen to I listen to I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I can tell you that I've listened to a lot of podcasts that made me think to myself, "Man, I'm too comfortable," or, you know, maybe I'm not feeling enough fear. Maybe I'm not getting up out of bed and, and challenging myself enough on a daily basis. But I can tell you guys and girls, if you're not challenging yourself, if you're not scared. If you don't think, if you don't have that fire in, the, in your belly when you get up or, or you try to uh, tackle a challenge that, that you are somehow uncomfortable with it, 
then it's probably not big enough for you. You probably can handle more. I know you can handle a lot more if you make yourself more uncomfortable more often. I know you can, because I know I can. So the people that are listening to this, I don't care what level you're at. You've done 10 deals a year, great, that's awesome. How do you get to 15? Or if it's not about as many deals you have, how do you, how do you accomplish something you've always wanted to accomplish, right? Like if it's 10 deals a year and you've wanted to go on some sick, you know, Mediterranean cruise and take your whole family and stay in some pimped out suite for 10 days. I think I just said 10 days. I'm repeating myself, but it's expensive to you. And maybe that, that, that's $20,000. I don't even know. Maybe it's something like that costs 20 grand. Great. Does it make you uncomfortable to think about that? But how cool would it be if you accomplished it? So now think about the things that you have to do that make you feel uncomfortable for you to make that extra 20 grand and go out there and, and splurge on that trip because you deserve it. Everyone listening to this deserves it. I don't care what level you're at. That's why I don't begrudge anyone for accomplishing things. You know, I want to see you reach that next level, whatever it is for you. And then when you get to that next level and you feel confident and comfortable, call me. Let's get you to the next level. That's what I'm all about. That's what my, the people I surround myself are all about. Up-leveling, taking it to the next level, driving and focusing on what's next for you, for your family, for everyone around you. For all your friends, for all your associates that you're working with, for your salespeople if you have them, for your employees if you have them. How do you make them more successful? Well, guess what? They don't get more successful unless you do. So when you get more successful, you bring up everyone else around you. And that's in part why I'm doing this podcast. I, am, I, I have a feeling of abundance. I want to give to other people, and I want other people to be successful so that I can in turn feel like I've accomplished something. And it's a legacy piece, you know? This, I hope this message really drives home. I hope you re-listen to it. I, I hope you, you get to the end of this and you turn back and listen to it again. Listen to it two or three times. Drive it home. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. When you're uncomfortable, that's when you grow. So I might tag on a couple more minutes to this, uh, to this podcast later on. I might actually bring in and expand upon it a little bit more about more detail on how to get more uncomfortable. I'm thinking about that piece. If there's something that you're trying to accomplish specifically that's making you feel uncomfortable, hit me up, let me know, shoot me a pot, shoot me an email. Uh, it's joe at theflipking.com. You can, you can hit me directly. Check out our podcast. Check out our blog where there's tons more information. We're, we're, we're putting blog posts up all the time about how to flip, how to get invested, how to get involved, you know, how to use different resources that you don't even know you have to try to get involved in real estate. We're going to be posting stuff about that constantly. So again, like our podcast on iTunes, um, I'm really happy to have the thousands of people who are listening to this podcast. So grateful to hear you guys, uh, or to have you guys listen to us, rather. Um, I'm hoping to bring you some strong content here in the next couple weeks. Enjoy this podcast, and again, hit us up if you need anything. Have a great week.